are listening to Mommy J. And I'm here with a podcast and two dads. That's right. Two dads came together and you know what happens. They made a podcast. Come join me. It'll be fun to Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast interview series. Two Dads and a Podcast, the toy store, where we're slashing prices and making deals for you. Oh, and today yeah. we have a sale on an interview. Yes, this is, yes, this is it, cool. This, this is such on. This interview is so on sale. It's practically it. It, it is one. free, and you get a two for one deal. How about that? <laughs> we give this you is a two. Two part special. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's, it's and really cool. So Michaela Krantz. Michaela Krantz. We, we sat down with our dear old friend, our, our college buddy, Michaela Krantz, who we know from way back when we, we don't know her, uh, uh, except for till we met her on this interview. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but oh my goodness, it, it seriously felt like we just sat down and were reconnecting with a friend we hadn't seen in a few years. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, was... we had a bonfire going and everything. We were <laughs> throwing back shots, toasting marshmallows, and swapping stories about the good yeah, old days. Yeah, it, you know, she she has such a wonderful and bubbly and warm personality, and you could just sit down. Honestly, it would have kept going if it weren't for the <laughs> fact that it was late, and we have families that I was getting text messages saying, "Hurry the fuck." Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and, so. and she has she has such an incredible range and, and such a knowledge and she's so well versed in her craft and it really she shows is, through she is so without further ado michaela kratz hello hello how's how is everybody oh fantastic We're good We're you know good. how are you doing today not too shabby thank you again for joining us here we're yes. kind of, I, I mean, I guess it's a little more relaxed for these, the style of interview. We yeah. Do. Like, like I had mentioned, very conversational versus direct pointed questions. Um, we just kind of, we prefer it that way. And we've noticed, you know, people tend to enjoy that. <laughs> so let me ask you a direct pointed question. Uh, <laughs> what type of music do you like? Oh my God. Music is one of those things that like, I don't, I have, Okay. Music is a tough one because I <laughs> will like have a preference for yeah. a musical genre, but yeah, my yeah. body will have a physiological response that's like, nope, can't listen to that. Like <laughs> I've gone periods of like, like, oh, the last time it happened to me, it was like a week and a half long where I could only listen to classical music because nice. anything else made me sick to my stomach like made me physically ill wow oh and i and it sucked because like part of me was like i don't want to listen to classical music all the time can we change the channel and my body's like <laughs> no classical music forever like <laughs> so so when it comes to musical preference i don't know how much of it is like a conscious choice and how much of it is just like me trying to avoid pain yeah <laughs> yeah I, recently, I can understand that right but recently i've been listening to a lot of I'll stumble upon these like Norwegian, like do like girl girl bands, pop or pop pe pop pop people, pop people. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Like um, there's a Norwegian or I think she's Norwegian uh, named Aurora that I really like, and there are these two sisters in Sweden. What is their name? 
I don't remember. There's also Katsinyamer, who it's four girls. They went to like the University of Oslo for music, all four of yeah. them. And so they all play like all the instruments and they all sing. And so I've, I've really been into that recently. No, <laughs> right on. I can't remember. I know of one. It might be the band that you're forgetting the name of too that I've been listening a lot to. But most of my experience with Norwegian music is like death metal. And oh, yes. I mean, that's pretty pretty normal for the the northern europe (laughs) right oh yeah for sure and i i had an ex of mine was like he went because he was he was a bassist and he went to some like city up in sweden that's like the death metal home home of whatever it is so he was super into it so when i like i i did acquire an appreciation for it i have an an appreciation for like all kinds of music but um, but I haven't listened to it in a really long time. Yeah, yeah see, it goes in moods like mm-hmm. different. I don't know. There's there's a rotation of different moods, like twenty yep. different playlists on Amazon <laughs> Music or whatever. Yep. It's just like whatever's whatever's rocking today is we're gonna go with that. Yeah, we we listen to a lot of variety, and I'll go from listening to like by choice uh, classical music. And I'll flip to folk and then hip hop and, you know, punk and literally just what am I in the mood for this week? Uh, Lately, it's been uh, lo-fi remixes, especially of like video game music. That's what I've been listening to a lot. Just because it's something chill and I can put on the background. No words I have to worry about. Wait, tired dad. Yes. Um, do you also play then? You play you play both I, I play a little guitar, drums, and I sing. Do you guys have a do you have a difference in like what you prefer listening to versus what you prefer playing? Like what's more fun to play versus what's more I, I've fun tried to, to listen control to? Control kind of my style when I play, but it kind of just ends up being what being me. Like I don't have a whole <laughs> lot of say in what I'm playing. Um <laughs> It's partly because of my own limitations. I mean, when I'm playing saxophone, it's all jazz. You know, when I am playing piano, it's like Ben Folds or Elton John. Mm -hmm. And when I'm playing guitar, it just ends up being blues, rock or punk. Yeah, Uh, see, when I I play drums, it almost is always just like your core rock, maybe a little heavier, kind of punk-like. And then uh, when I play guitar and sing, because I know very little guitar, you know, enough to where I can pick it up and sing a song and play mm-hmm. some chords. I prefer, uh, like, your kind of folky rock. Like, Don't let him lie to you. The only thing he can play <laughs> on drums is disco. <laughs> oh, my. That's all he's good at. <laughs> I wish I were good at disco. That that, that sounds like it'd be fun. <laughs> right? I, I, I am not great with guitar, but when I do play guitar, it'll be either Weezer Nine Inch Nails or Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, we we did a Weezer <laughs> cover, what uh, the sweater song, mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed to play it in the house anymore because <laughs> no. just, oh, my wife and I we dated in high school when I was playing the cover, so she heard it during our band practices like over and over again, and it's just like, no more of that ever again. <laughs> and let's do something new. But oh oh, the band uh, I. Are you talking? Were you talking about First Aid Kit? Yes, that's yeah. it. I love their uh, their stuff. I don't know what they do. Like it's not. <laughs> it's like a folksy 
yeah it's not it's got it sounds a little folksy it sounds a little uh southern rock and like it's such a nice little blend i don't know how they and they they harmonize really well together and they do a lot of like octave harmonizations oh yeah it's crazy i I, versus versus like thirds or whatever yeah um, which is actually kind of uh, like calming it's it's really nice but like the emilu i i loved that song I introduced my wife to that and she loves it. It's very, if you haven't heard it, Russell, it's I, I'm, very... I'm literally looking it up on Spotify right now. Don't play it now. I mean, we're in the <laughs> middle of an interview. Well, you, no, I'm not oh, right nice. now. I'm just going to save it to my playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. So are, are you a Midwesterner too? I'm yeah, I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, you gotta, that slips in every now and then. <laughs> when I get excited. Oh, I know. If you hear um, the latest show that I'm in, uh, her name is I and it's it's Wonder Egg Priority and um every once in a while I'll say a word like it'll slip in there and it'll be like oh that's so Minnesotan shit (laughs) yeah I've I've actually been uh eyeing that I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about uh Wonder Egg Priority and um I'm actually in the middle of uh finishing season two of Fruits Basket oh and and not just because we're interviewing with you, but Momiji is absolutely one of my favorites. Um, oh my god, me too. Not so because I'm playing him. <laughs> I, I legitimately, you know, I I've legitimately cried a few times, and one of the first big times, like I, yeah, big old tears coming down was when you hear about his background. I know. Oh my god, I I just wanted to like reach into the TV and hug him, be like, oh, yeah. it's okay, Momiji, I'm here for you. Right? I know. It's like, I'll be your mom. Like, <laughs> like and, and even recording that in the booth, uh, Caitlin is so great to work with as a director because she's really, she, she gives you that, that space to be vulnerable. And like, there have been so many times where Momuji is like, like he just comes in out of the blue, out of nowhere and has these like tragic stories that he tells. Mm-hmm. And you come out of the booth and you're just like, oh my God, oh, like and- I legit, I've been crying <laughs> in the booth. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I can only imagine, you know, like, you know, I did, uh, we did theater and stuff in middle school and high school, and I did a little in college. And, you know, when you get into a character, you play a character, you get into that and you feel that you can't say certain lines without feeling that emotion in your core. Not me. I was a terrible actor. I, was a, <laughs> I did it, you know, but I was bad at it. But, I uh, with music. But yeah, I, man. I have to watch that when my son's in bed or he's just going to be like, what's wrong, daddy? <laughs> like, is, are you okay? And Fruits Basket was my inch. Like, huh, it's so cool to be part of this show. Cause like, other than um, this, like, I, well, I don't remember what movie it was that like one of my sister's boyfriends had, had us watch or something. It was funny, but like, other than that, my introduction to anime was through Fruits Basket. One of my friends in oh, wow. high school, like she and her friends were super into it and she and I were in theater. So like I hung out with them and they introduced me to Fruits Basket and we were watching it and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And it was so good. <laughs> and yeah. then like years later, here I am doing Fruits Basket. Right. Oh that, yeah. Like got me into the the appreciation of anime and I was like oh my god this is surreal like I was so honored and I'm so honored to be Momiji because he's so he's so so positive yes he's very innocent character where 
you know, everything he says, like, there's always a positive twist that he puts on it or, you know, tries. he's insightful. Yes. He, like, picks up on all of these little nuances of all the other characters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) On point. So how how difficult was it to to learn kind of that uh, like English German style uh, accent? Actually, in college, I went to the University of Minnesota, so I was like classically <clears throat> trained. My forte is mm. kind of Shakespeare and Shaw and stuff nice. like that. But we we did study dialects, different dialects and stuff, and. So I know IPA, the International Phonetic Alphabet, and since we did a bunch of dialects and like learned how to how to listen to dialects and find the placement, the resonators that they're using, stuff like that, what the vowel sounds sound like, how you transition those, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't too hard. However, German and Australian are like two of the hardest dialects for me, and for some reason, I feel like I'm the token German at Funimation like I've had (laughs) like five different characters that had to be German because I guess I got one or I know I started like like my first I guess named character was a Russian and it was just because I studied the Russian dialect in college and they were like oh great you know Russian go in and do the thing (laughs) I was like okay and they were like great we like what you're doing keep keep doing the more the things so I did the Russian character. And I think because of that, they were like, oh, well, maybe she she can do German. Can you do German? And I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I can. And they were like, great, do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I started, like, after I got one German character, then I got another German character. And I got another German character. I'm like, okay. But, like, internally, I have kind of a complex about it. Because <laughs> I'm so, I'm I'm not as confident as I would like to be with my German. However, I will say that I, like, try very hard to distinguish the different German dialects. So we've got the German accent. And then for each of the characters, on top of finding like how thick the accent is, I also wanted to play with like geographic location, like the dialect. Oh, nice. That's crazy. Most of the the time people would associate that with like uh, British accents, trying to pick out the different areas. Mm I, I yeah. never knew that it was kind of the same for German dialects. Oh, it's, oh my gosh. See, I, well, I know I've read and seen like just about every country has, you know, a northern, a southern, a, a more country style accent. And, you know, I've I've read stuff about people learning other languages in a different country. And so they'll speak, you know, like German with a Spanish accent. Yeah, <laughs> that that. I'm trying not to curse. I'm trying so hard. Not oh, to curse. you're fine. Uh, we don't care. Yeah, we we make sure the explicit's on there. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Okay. So yes, like that sort of thing. Like we have. Like uh, uh, my mechanic is he's from Vietnam, but he's got a really deep Southern accent, and you can hear the the mix of those accents, like combating the, while the dissonant accent. Really fascinating. <laughs> All of that is so interesting to me. But but going back to German. Uh, with all the different dialects and stuff, there was Azur Lane was character. I had a German character. Prince Eugen was German. And it was it was a dialect that was much more stereotypical for like posh sort of proper German kind of. Okay. Right. And and I got I didn't get directly 
but my director had told me she had asked if I had gotten like like direct hate messages and death threats and stuff because I was getting death threats on like forums like we were we were getting some backlash oh no oh, man my character that I played whether it was because they didn't like that I had the lower register for her um because she was I think I had her like down here a bit um versus up here and I don't think some people didn't like that but some people were specifically going after that the dialect and I listened to this podcast called The Illusionist and they had an episode about the distinction between the dialect that you would find in like East Germany and West Germany and the split being where the Berlin Wall was, you know, like, mm-hmm. like that, all of the politics that surround just the dialects that you hear from people, oh, you wow. know, and how much, how much um, the dialects that someone is using impacts whether they're considered an in-group or um, the enemy, you know, Oh yeah, yeah. based on like the sociopolitical turmoil that was happening and so like there was a lot more wrapped into my choice of how to go about that dialect dialect than I was like that I fully understood you know oh geez (laughs) I can only imagine just dialect but like there's so much involved with just these phonemes like that's that's wild to me that Mm -hmm. the specific phonemes what people use how they say their vowels completely alters how one person views that other person you just need uh you need david hasselhoff to kind of just come in and smooth things over for you (laughs) yep yep Uh, yep. i think the hoff could have gotten it done for you probably (laughs) i make it too difficult (laughs) so you you got introduced with fruits baskets were there any other anime that you're interested in before you started doing anime um oh gosh there was that anime that I cannot remember the name of, but I know that <laughs> there was a little boy and he had either idiot was written on his forehead or it was written on some on the lady's forehead that he found. But like, oh, man, one of our listeners is going to know exactly what that yeah. is. And I I, I'm blanking. Like, that was something that was my first like, I think that was the movie that I was talking about or something like that. And I like. Oh, oh no. I just remembered when I was like really, really little, like, like really (laughs) little. I don't know if you can consider this anime, but does anybody know of what is it called? Like the super book or super book series? It was in the anime style. What was, were there like the fairy tales? It was like Bible stories. Okay. Like the, the brother and sister would like jump into the Bible and like go be part of the Bible stories. I don't know. That's that sounds like such a Midwestern thing, though. I know, right? <laughs> oh my god! But like, I was little. I didn't understand what was happening to me. But <laughs> I think that might uh, be my first introduction to the style. Right. right okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I think for us, it was probably like the the Pokemon. Pokemon uh, and Dragon Ball. Yep. Especially I Dragon Ball. A yeah. Yeah. Did you get caught up in that craze? I mean, I, I don't. Not too much. Oh, there was one series that, again, the same boyfriend from my sister's boyfriend. Um, yeah. 
introduced me to Lane Serial Experiments. And <laughs> when I first started at Funimation, yeah. I remember walking into the little kitchenette that they had, and there was a little magnet of Lane. And oh, wow. like all of a sudden, my brain, like all of the connections were being made. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in the same place where they record. <laughs> Holy shit. Like I was just like, I was like on cloud nine. It, it, I can't, can't believe I forgot that. Yeah. So that was, that was one that I like, I watched in one sitting like yeah. all night. And that morning, it was so long ago. It was like way back when I was in school. And that morning, I remember just like being really shaky. I was just shaky the whole time <laughs> because of the power of the story or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. See, that kind of that kind of yeah. answers one of the questions I always like to ask is like, what what was a moment that made you realize that you were a part of uh, the community? It was, but it was that magnet. No magnet said it all for me. <laughs> The power of magnets. How do they work? Um, right. uh, I, w- I, I can't lie. I do like a nice magnet. Thing, you know, it's, I've got my Fallout magnet and you know Lord of the Rings magnet. It's to to follow up on that. Uh, who do you do you remember the first person you met that kind of made you geek out? Like, oh my god, I can't believe I get to meet you because of my job. Or did was it somebody that you may have didn't know really what what they're going to mean to you, and you sort of geek out for them now? Ooh, ooh, oh! We're adding layers ooh. onto the questions. I like to make things complicated. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to like de disconnect from like because like I I don't get starstruck, um, and maybe that's because I've been an actor my whole life, and so yeah. because I have that background. I don't see them as sort of also this like larger than life person. It's yeah. kind of um, how I am a little bit. Like you know, I, I'll recognize your accomplishments, but I'm not going to be like, oh my god. Right. You know, <laughs> you, you right. can ask Russell. Like, there's there's been one person we've talked to that got me extremely like worked up, and that was Dorothy Fawn. And I don't even know what trigger triggered it, but I was just like in the moment, like oh, and started to like stutter and. <laughs> so i i know what that experience is though because i have acted a fool like three the three interactions that that i've had with this person i have just made a complete fool of myself and that is amanda fucking palmer for some reason i just i in her presence i just like i like i short circuit it's it's so dumb it's so dumb and then i walk away like why are you so dumb (laughs) I, I swear I'm not like that in real life. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Come on. This isn't me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else do you geek out for? I get, uh, let's see. I, I mean, we can, we can, we can leave the realm of anime and just like in general, yeah, in general. What, through your life, what have you geeked out for? I, I am super into like sci-fi fantasy novels and stuff like that. Like I really like Douglas yeah. Adams. I really like Terry Pratchett and Discworld and all that jazz. Um, my favorite movie is The Fifth Element. I think if I had to watch one movie for the rest of my life, oh, it nice. would be Fifth Element. Nice. Um, I, I liked his. I liked his newer one. I, I not new. Oh, the, uh, Valerian. Like, Valerian. Yeah, I loved that movie. Yeah, that I really great. liked that one too. I didn't I know he was that French. One. Oh, you yeah. need to see that. What, what did you say? It, it's very good. I have it on DVD. You can borrow that oh. one too. Oh, I didn't know the director <laughs> was French, and I didn't like, either. Yeah. Um. 
and then that got me down this whole rabbit hole of director it, this is kind of like why we do this it's just kind of we we watch something and then we want to learn more about it and behind the scenes like we've watched we've both watched the entire like appendices of the Lord of the Rings DVD oh, yes. about how they made the movie. I actually was just telling him it. I picked up the last Hobbit movie extended edition. So now I'm going to do like a full 24 hour marathon. Okay, what did you think of the Hobbit movies? I, I thought they were good in and of themselves. If you try to do a book to movie comparison, no, you're oh, going to be no. left disappointed, <laughs> completely yep. disappointed. Yep. Um, but if you watch them just as a movie, you disconnect it from the book. They're not bad. Okay. So I, but I the felt, first one, but I was I like, felt mm. really bad for like Peter Peter Jackson and Fran Welsh and the, the who the production company behind it because the studio kind of screwed them over while during the production of it. Like they they made some promises and they didn't follow through and they cut their time short and they really hurried them a lot more. You know, mm-hmm. a they lot did feel rushed. Business. Yeah. It, it's not a great it's not a great industry <laughs> no yeah i know there some people are only in it for the money uh, go figure i don't know <laughs> that's, that's what, something that i have a really hard time with and i and i get yeah. super i get super invested in like the philosophies behind everything life experience right and and that's one thing that i have an issue with is like i love the the storytelling is so not a not just transcendent but it's help it helps organize and categorize your experience of the world and connect to uh, the uh, humanity basically so like there's such a noble yeah. uh element to the idea of storytelling in a vacuum basically but when you right. when you put it inside of an industry like literally manufacturing this entertainment and and when you when you um go from marketing your skills as an actor to marketing yourself as a human that you want to hire right mm-hmm. uh i have i have a lot of animosity around how warped that feels to, like it just feels wrong well it's um, you know suddenly you are the product right versus and, your yes. voice or your it's, performance it's, being it's, the product really right yeah and the character too. the story is like the the message versus like yeah, versus me being a commodity, and that just feels ooky to me. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I totally get know, that. Like I don't, I don't have an interest in me being famous. I don't have right, an interest right. in me getting the aplomb. I have an interest in 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 allowing these stories to reach those who it needs to reach. Oh yeah, you know? because and, story has always been such an important aspect of my growth like mm-hmm. all of these books behind me like i'm obsessed with stories and that's what i want to shine but when you make it about the person it it takes the emphasis off of what i think is more important which is the story and the characters and the plot right absolutely yeah, yeah see I've, I've always been really really big on storytelling uh you know one of my favorite genre of video games is uh rpgs because they they tell such a large story uh most of the time you know i can't get into the stuff that's just the same stuff over and over and over and over again so well so um are you a hoovian joseph me (laughs) 
No, I, I, like I told, I told, I told Russell over here, I wasn't going to bring it up. So I wore the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I haven't seen the latest season though. I, have I not haven't seen, seen the most recent and Russell yeah. hasn't seen, I haven't seen much any really uh, clips and stuff here and but, there. And oh it's not my because, gosh, oh my gosh, I know <laughs> but we have HBO max and it's up to date. So it's he not can, because he lack of interest it's it's so daunting because there's so much to get he's into. A late bloomer. He he's a late bloomer. At a time, yeah, I believe in you. <laughs> uh, you know, we always wanted to at, at our house just buy like weeping angel type statues. No, and then no, anytime, no, 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 no. Why would anytime, you do that? Why anytime you we have somebody over, that? anytime we have a guest sleeping, we just start rearranging them while they're asleep. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, that oh, I'm never coming to your house. <laughs> no, that was my introduction to it. Actually, is I would uh, fall asleep. Uh, I worked third shift. I would fall asleep during the day on the couch with with. She was my girlfriend at the time, and she would watch Doctor Who. And I started having really bad nightmares, and I couldn't figure out why. And it was we, she was watching through that some of the uh, Weeping Angel episodes. But who's Neil your, Gaiman. Who's your favorite? Um, He's another good one. Who's Honor. your favorite uh, doctor of the new? Do you have a favorite? I, should I shoot. Who was the one who was the first season? Just one season before he left. Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah. I like Eccleston. I go back and forth between him and the Fezes are cool. Matt Smith. That's his name. Yeah. I go back and forth. Well, Matt Smith's Matt Smith's whole thing was very uh, more of a, a longer story arc. It felt more. It was the first time it felt more like watching a movie than it did watching just a low budget TV show. Yeah, I, sure. I liked Eccleston because I don't know. He was the first Doctor I ever watched, and Me a too. lot of people always have. Do you think that's why? Do you think that's why we have affinity for him? I always hear first? that. I always hear that. So, so what you're telling me is that's what I need to start with is that season. Yes, because yeah. <laughs> that was your, your guys' first. Yeah, all right. Start, start with the uh, 19 what 97 movie. Actually, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dude, I can't I tell tried, if he's being serious. I tried to like go to like the very 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 beginning and like oh, try to get clips I went, of like the black and white. I went through that. I I couldn't. I, it's I, hard. I, well, you know why? Because it was it was. When they first pitched the show, it was to be an educational show. Mm-hmm. And yep. so a lot of those older episodes really feel like yep. they they hit hard. There's a reason it was aired on PBS. It was... yep. Yep. <laughs> so I will say another educational show that I enjoyed was the Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus, oh, yeah. My goodness. Kids love it. And they yes. brought it back, redid it, you know. They did? Episodes. Yeah. On Netflix, it's, it's different different teacher. Yeah. It's her cousin or niece Is that or it? something Aww. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but she does show up a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she, she does. does show up a few times. But it is a it's a new new class new. But it got it got my. But kids it is actually it. pretty fun. So that's always good. The, yeah, I've made sure to watch that with my son a few times, and I don't he always really a, enjoys it. I don't usually have a problem with the recreating stuff because a lot of times it gets my kids into things that I used to be into. And so it's a good well, way to bond. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's not made for us. 
you know right. it's made for the the kids and the newer generations and how do you think what do you guys think about i don't know i just am i turning into an old curmudgeon <laughs> when i like see the cartoon styles and stuff or like of just the styles like not the storyline yeah. I, I like the storylines but like just just the styles or or it's, because no it's CGI i now or weird 3d animated and like yeah like missing that 2d there there's so much that's just so weird and out there for the sake of being weird and out there and it's not there's there's not enough plot or story so when you do have some of the newer stuff like you know adventure time for example which is a fantastic show uh you know craig of the creek is another really fun one that i found Mm, recently that. that one's really fun and but you you try to watch some of these other ones and it's just like what the hell is what well, like, is I, going I, on? I grew up, it makes I, me feel like they're training them for like not not being able to focus for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, just like I've got ADHD. I don't need a show that makes me feel like it's worse. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like they're normalizing the inability to to focus on something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but part it's... of me is like maybe I'm just being an old curmudgeon and I need to sit on my front <laughs> and say you. If you have to get off of my lawn, if you have to step back and think honestly about it, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, probably. So, but no, like me, like I, I was so against um, Teen Titans Go because I loved the original Teen Titans. Oh, the original's so good. And I was so upset. And, but and then they're doing a live action Powerpuff Girls, and I, know. I showed him the I'm pictures, okay and his first reaction was no. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like I'm like, like why are they adults? <laughs> but then they're, yeah, they're like and that's, oh, yeah. that's another holy shoot. God, that's another <laughs> tangent that I want to go on. Is like, well, no, that's another tangent that I often go on in my room by myself. <laughs> <in the air. laughs> it's like casting casting like like older people for younger yeah. like that mm-hmm. whole like it it warps our understanding of what 14 year olds look like look our our generation growing up thinking that high schoolers had full beards <laughs> and were like six and a half feet tall no yeah. that Not was unexpected no no <laughs> but but going in your freshman year expecting to go in and look like somebody who's 30 okay. <laughs> you know i feel and like I, our generation I mean, I was ruined with that, that. Like, i on stage i will play the last you know, character that I played was like 15 and I'm, I'm 32 now and I'm still playing 15 year olds on stage. So how, how, and I've never, I've never actually on stage. That's maybe that's, that's part of why I like um, anime is, is it it has nothing to do with my physical body. It has everything to do with like where I can place my voice. I've been able to play like teachers or mothers or something. Um, and on stage, because so much of it is still, you know, we're visual creatures often, like that's our primary, mm-hmm. like our, our primary sense. I go on stage and I've never played a 32 year, like I've never played my age. I've always. Right. See, I, um, I've always been assumed that I'm older than I am. So <laughs> I was 17. Oh. People thought I was 25. I was like, man, what have I been doing the last few years? I, get, I need I to go get to some bars. <laughs> if I shave, I get carded. Oh, yeah. If this is gone, oh, yeah. I have such a baby yes. face. My my wife says she can't be seen with me in public if I if I clean shave. So 
I went out like I had a complex because my my little sister is like five inches taller than me and she <laughs> like she shot up you know and she definitely looks like five years older than me um <laughs> not now now she looks her age but like back then I was I had a complex and I was like I'm carrying the car keys I don't care if you're driving I'm carrying the car keys because I I am older I am older than you <laughs> So going back a little bit, do you do you play any video games? I I like watching video games, but I get too like I I, I can't even play like a freaking board game without needing a week off afterwards. <laughs> I get so, I get so invest like I learned from a very young age when I was like in elementary school that I was like I am way too competitive for my own health to handle this. <laughs> And so, Heck like, yeah. I, I have such a hard time with, um, like, chess and games like that, that, like, playing video games, I was just like, <laughs> I can't, mm. yeah, and exactly. I will say, they were a little bit soured for me with um, one of my friends in Minnesota. She invited me over, and we would have sleepovers. It was great. Good times, right? Um, and she had the video games. And there was one, like, we were playing, both of us were these different creatures, and, like, it was a split screen, right? And we were trying to get to the top of something. And she told me that I was the blue one. And so I was playing, like, the blue one. And I was like, man, I'm so good at this. And then and then the blue one wins. And she goes, yeah! And she's like, ah! And I'm like, what? what? That is she's wrong. Like, you are the big one. That is wrong. And then I tried to play again and look at the right one, and I was, shit. <laughs> and I, was like, I, can't do I will say i like mario kart like racing i like racing i like doing the racy ones mario like, kart's super fun oh, yeah it's such a fun game games or anything i'm just like no, 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 what about see, like a mario party can you get down with like a mario party game yeah yes. see yes. That, that that's almost that's when i get super competitive just and like then... my wife like she <laughs> she won't play certain games with me anymore uh one i'm a little ruthless um (laughs) no mercy for anybody uh will be ruined yeah at game night Um, some of her friends won't play monopoly with me anymore um (laughs) why do you play monopoly it was it was pokemon monopoly (laughs) so i mean it was pokemon but oh nice okay but uh like when when i first started getting her into video games a little bit because you know she played uh world of warcraft back in like high school and stuff and then she just kind of stopped playing video games and video games are a big part uh, of my life and my childhood and everything so i started getting her into it and we played mario kart and at first she was that very competitive like no i can't believe you beat me again (laughs) but you know being uh what what was i last time 26th in the world for one of the speed running categories in mario kart 8 Dang. Yeah, so um, she's just accepted if she gets second place, it's first place. <laughs> <laughs> right, you. But like See. she she won't play card games with me anymore. Like uh, Magic the Gathering, I like to play, and she won't she won't play that. Or she'll sit down, she'll play a couple games with me, and then it's another two months before she's willing to play again. <laughs> yep, yep, that's that's me. That's me. I when I was little, like my favorite game, I think was the. Cause we, we, I was super into computer games. Like that's, those are the games that I played when I was a kid. And like, 
I really liked our Page Master computer game. I would play oh, that yes. all the time. <laughs> I loved that thing. Heck yeah. I got my kids into Page Master recently. We found it at a half price on DVD. They liked it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good that's, movie. That's like, and then Space Jam, and now we're getting a new Space Jam, and we get to enjoy it all over again. The good thing oh, about yeah. that is you have a lot of the similar voice actors in those ones that have been doing those characters for so long. So That's what I liked about mm-hmm. Basket was like they were bringing back, you know, like Jerry yeah. and yeah. everybody. Yeah. That was, I, I, I like that a lot. Like I, I get like recasting uh, when, when you're doing the series over again or revoicing or revamping. Yeah. I get like recasting, but it feels like sometimes they go out of their way to get different voice actors. Like, well, mm-hmm. we just want everybody different. And it's like, well, if they're good at it, just give them a shot. If Right. If they're Especially really in this. I mean, come on. It's 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 the work is so saturated and like you become so invested in this character like it's a really a lot of characters are like a, they're they're personal to you you know you you've embodied them and yeah. to just like Meh, i'm gonna give it to this other person like it it kind of it's it's more personal i guess it kind of hits you a little harder because mm-hmm. you're like but i love them they were they were my life for like <laughs> several months like yeah yeah they, they are they, me they, <laughs> right yeah they, and they they did that to the whole like Pokemon cast. Like you guys are making too much money now. You're out. Let's get a new uh, that's a, group yeah. of money is a, a lot to do with it. Um, <laughs> you know that's that's why I'm still not part of like the equity equities union, equity actors union, or anything right, right here because in in Texas where I am now, it's a right to work state, and so right. And a lot of the shows that they do, a lot of the live performances, um, the theaters only have enough to hire like one or two union actors and usually those will go to the main characters and usually the main characters tend to be um male 35 to 40 year olds and so oftentimes the characters that I would go out for would be side characters and um they would rather you know hire a fresh out of college ERC actor versus an actor that's part of the union that they would have to pay union wage to right yeah yeah it's it's really complicated and i it's sad that makes me sad (laughs) i'm bringing us down i'm sorry Uh, i didn't mean to make you sad hey i can make you feel uncomfortable maybe Um, go for it i was thinking about i was thinking about recasting and stuff or, or versus bringing people back yeah and i i guess going back to the question about like that starstruck nature right, i did right. like i had been working with jerry uh jerry duel for like really long time in a bunch of shows like he he was directing me in a bunch of shows we have a great rapport right and when i found out that he played um keo and he was bringing back keo for fruits basket my little 15 year old heart went mm, that's uncomfortable because when i was little <laughs> You know, little teenage teenage girls falling in love with little little fruits basket characters and like fantasies and they have a little you know. And then I'm like, that doesn't doesn't feel right. That doesn't. That's not. That's not okay. (laughs) Jerry doesn't know this, by the way. (laughs) Do Do you want me to cut this? That was going through my head. I was like, "Mm, I'm not okay with this. 
I, I doubt he'll ever uh, ever listen to it. But do you do you want me to cut that out? I, I can do that for you. <laughs> you do you, boo. <laughs> do you do you have any um just crazy on the job moments that you go through or that you've been through, whether it's on stage or in, in the booth or anything like that? I mean, yes, but too many to count. I mean, yeah, we, I guess, we well, any, many, mighty, mo. You know. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> we don't do this so much anymore. But um, before we would do a lot of what we what we would call the bombs. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I use too many words in my sentences. I need to cut those out. Um, so um, there was what was the show that we were doing? Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Anthony Bowling was playing the lead. He was my brother. I was the little sister. And we would often bomb, give each other bombs. Um, so some of those bombs were extremely inappropriate. And there were, there were many a time <laughs> being in the booth and like about to get ready to say my line. And I would hear just the raunchiest stuff coming out of my brother's mouth and was like, no, <laughs> no, can't do it. Can so you replay those beeps, please? Bit, I would get it back. I would get it back. <laughs> Oh, that's good. But, like, there were tons of stuff that would happen. I don't know. Like, I've had costume debacles. I've, like, tripped oh, those over are never curtains good. live on the stage. Oh, um, no. <laughs> like, all kinds of stuff have happened. Talking well. Uh, oh, you know what happened <laughs> to us once? Uh, we, we both played, I, what was I, Prince Charming, and you were Rapunzel. I was Rapunzel's prince, prince? in Into the Woods. Um, I forgot oh, to turn my... Oh, Into the Woods? I played Jack! <laughs> oh, did <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, I forgot to turn my mic off sky. when I walked off stage, and no. this is during one of the like nighttime performances, like one of the what was the Saturday night or something, oh, and no. you just hear "damn sword," something, <laughs> <laughs> and I was because I was fighting with this motherfucker all fucking night. Uh, I got called That's out beautiful. for that one. <laughs> I okay. I this I don't believe that this happened. But you know what? Perception is sometimes stronger than reality. So <laughs> here's the story. I I don't think I'm actually allowed to say this. Actually, I played a character that I guess under contract, I'm not supposed to say that I played this character. Um, so I played <laughs> okay. this character at some place. And I was playing, I was, uh, I was with children. Like it was like a children's activity thing that we were doing. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. And okay. all of the parents are like, I don't care about any of this. This is <laughs> dumb. I'm going to be on my phone. Right. And oh, okay. I have two stories. This one, this first one, the perception one. <clears throat> so me and my partner who was playing in a different character, like I, we had to be a, have a fake angry fight thing and yeah. i had said my line but he heard it as me saying the f-bomb in front of all of these children and parents <laughs> and like oh, no i think it like made him stop which might have made some of the parents stop but he thinks that the parents stopped and looked up because they heard what he heard but I swear <laughs> up and down that I did not say that word. <laughs> and and I like we don't know if like the parents just like thought that I said the F bomb in front of their children or right. if it was just him. <laughs> I don't know. It was also this place that um we had to play with like swords and shields and stuff and do like fighty things. Like I had to teach them different like moves and stuff. Yeah. And there were these two kids. And like the little boy kept on shoving the sword into the little girl's 
areas. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like little kids, they're little kids. They don't know what, what they're doing. They're just like punching and kicking and doing whatever. And the parents are just, they don't care. They oh. don't care at all. Well, that's because you're the like, babysitter. My children, I'm like a little help, please. And I don't, I'm doing this while being this character. I don't like other people's kids and I don't like other yeah. people's kids' parents. So <laughs> I, I completely no, understand no, no. that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That not I. I just I just I just if you're in if um don't don't do that to, we, don't do that to actors please. What was the other story before you said fuck in front of a bunch of kids? What was the oh, other story? Oh, the other story was the sword thing, the sword debacle, and the parents oh, that one. Okay. completely ignoring the fact that there was a lot going on that I was not prepared for. Yeah, yeah. You, well, they didn't they didn't tell you you were a babysitter. They, yeah, they didn't. They they that, that was not in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> that that falls under the. And any other things. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We, we have this question we ask, and I think I'll open it up a little more, seeing as you are more than just an anime fan. You love, like, sci-fi and all that stuff. Yes. If you were to get... If you would have to be trapped in a world or a different universe... You got uh, isekai'd into a universe. Yeah. Which one would you want to be in? Oh, my God. If it's too broad, um, we can narrow it down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Do I also get superpowers? Well, I, I see. See, that's this was a discussion earlier too. Is like, <laughs> like for me, I sort of coaxed Ryan Levy into choosing Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon? Did you really because just Pokemon I, it? <laughs> because I'm just like. What if you got stuck, what if you got stuck at Hogwarts but you couldn't do magic? You know, what if you got right. stuck in the right. Star Wars universe but you couldn't do use the force? Use yeah, the force. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got stuck in Pokemon, any idiot can have a Pokemon. Team Rocket proved that, you know. <laughs> so that's so that was my let's, But so so we've kind let's of let's broaden it out with a mixed bag of nuts, but let's say you could just, let's let's say you yeah. Could you you got isekai in and you get to choose? You're the main character. You're the main character. Whatever yeah, universe there you go. you're in. <laughs> I you know what? Um, I think I'd probably as dangerous as I think it is because honestly, I think it is quite dangerous to live in this world. At the same time, I think a lot of people have an immune system more like a cartoon, where like if you get where are we going by, like a something if you get slammed by something like maybe your bones don't totally break and you die <laughs> um so i'd probably want to go to disc world and live in disc world terry pratchett's disc world okay that's a, that's a right. good choice that's a unique unique choice i, I like it that, oh, i love his writing it's so it's so stinking good it's so I, I need to read more of the books but i've seen quite a few of the movies and i i've just it, loved the movies i would recommend also you never forget your first. I would recommend soul music. That was my introduction to this world. And since you guys are musicians, um, okay. from what yeah. I could tell, I think that that one would, you know, strike your fancy a bit. You would choose to be stuck in Discworld. Now, if you had to be stuck as a character you've played in their voice, who wait, would you... Wait, wait, an anime character or like stage character as well? Like any... Or like anime specific because that's the world that we coexist in right now. Any voice that's not your own voice. Yeah, any voice yeah. that's not. So stage, okay. you usually use your own voice most of the time unless there's like a, the an part, accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I played okay. a Russian guy in, in okay. high school. Yeah. I played a you Russian Kukushka in college. <laughs> was I there when you played a Russian guy? Um what what play was that? Uh you can't take it with you. I was the Russian ballet instructor. Um mm. and I even talked the director into letting me have fake chest hair and oh like God, a no button way. down shirt down to here. I so love I had this it. <laughs> if there was no orchestra, I do not have any recollection. No, of it. no, it was. It's a play. It's not a musical. Yeah. That's Thank after, goodness. After I don't know while, how that would go as a musical. I don't think I can I sing in a Russian. I probably can't even do a Russian accent. We asked her a question. We Shut did. Up. It's we not did. about you. This is about her. Okay. Gosh. Fine. Um. Okay. So I'm split between two. Um. And one we'll of judge. them is. We'll judge for you. Okay. One of them is um, Lacia. Uh, she's the Russian assassin that was that original character nice. um, yeah. from Sword Sword World Sword somebody something. I can look it somebody up. Somebody will fix it for you. Um, sword War, Art? Sword, world, sword of the Worlds. War, okay. War, um, <laughs> Let's pull up the IMDB here. <laughs> um, Arshavinia sword anime or something <laughs> of course it's a sword and that does not narrow it down at all um, man you've really narrowed this down i, I bet i can find I it now <laughs> i don't know what it is it was a long time ago i'm sorry i'm bad with names okay the other one <laughs> i also don't remember the title of the anime it's like mad it's it's not magical girls but it's something like that um, and the character that I played, I believe his name is Geese, and he was a boy that he had, he had a really tragic past. That's one thing that I really like about playing young boys is that I usually get to play like the I get to do the episodes where you get the backstory. Oh yeah, of the character, oh yeah, yeah. And it's always like really tragic and dramatic and meaty, and I love it. So yeah, his backstory is also quite tragic. But he like is fused with this giant, n not quite Darth Vadery, like much cooler bodysuit, mechanical whatever he Did has. Did you those say cooler than Darth Vader? Did you say cooler than? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get I mean, don't okay. get him started on I, Star Wars. We don't I have time for Darth Vader was my favorite growing up. I had a poster of him and everything. I was super into Darth Vader, go. but like. It's like That's, it's, it's really like, cool. Then it's an upgrade. It's super cool. Okay, it's an upgrade. Cool. Um, cool. so that one. Uh, well, so I I do have a question I like to ask everybody. No, I refuse. You have a lot of questions you like this to ask everybody. Baggage. This is my baggage that I like to push off onto other people. So, uh, right? do you like the sound of your own voice? Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. Next <sighs> time you get to find out. If she likes the sound of her own voice. And if she likes the sound of our voices. I I, I think I, she was cool with it because she talked to us for a lot A long longer. time. A long time. No, that was the oh. nerd sort of conversation that we've been searching for. Like, I mean, that had it all. We talked so many levels. It was, I mean. We, we talked honestly, Lord of the Rings. We talked Star Wars. We talked <laughs> Doctor honestly, Who. We, <laughs> so many nerds that we've talked to that are also uh, making a living in this industry. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I love seeing it. I love seeing the people doing the stuff have a passion 
for not just yeah. the work that they do, but the fandom, because it adds so much more depth to it. Right. And that was, I mean, if you go back to our first interview w- w- with the, the, the legendary uh, man himself, Chris, he was more of a nerd for sound and music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Passionate nerd. Uh, you go to Dorothy. Introduced Farm us had... to an amazing, amazing, very uh, true, very true musician and artist too. I <laughs> watched that New Year's. Work, I watched the New Year's thing. Yeah, um, and, and then you had like Dorothy Fawn had the Star Wars background. Uh, who who was it? Drya, mm, David Lodge, David Lodge. Yeah, he had, had Mace Windu, Mace Windu and, and who else? I think Luke. And the, and then the the interview coming up that uh we're gonna announce in a few weeks but he was also a huge nerd like there's just been nerds all over yes. and it's so fun yes. and this one was a a nerd interview just yeah we've got a couple per- couple couple more interviews man. under our belts uh and and some more prepped it's and not ready stop. yeah we're gonna <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for for listening to part one. Keep an eye out for part two coming in a couple of weeks because that's going to take some time to edit down as well. <laughs> and uh, as always, you can reach out to us and let us know what you think on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, email to dap2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to find us on Patreon where you can watch me personally eat bowls of cereal and I guess we have some also extended interviews from our get. Yeah, eventually <laughs> there will just be the entire three plus hour interview with Michaela on there. So it's going to be crazy. It's going <laughs> it, to be crazy. It, yeah. A lot of fun too. Also. So, so anyways, so we, we talked about being worth your salt in the last week's episode and, and it's a fun fact. Salt actually the the word salary is, is where this comes from and salary is well, guys is a, thanks so much for Latin listening and for we'll salarium, catch you next time you totally actually that. soldiers used to get paid in salt like okay he's muted now thanks so much thanks so much for listening guys we'll catch you next time <laughs>